Thank you for tuning into this week's message from Freedom Church CO in Woodland Park, Colorado. If you want to know more about us, you can visit freedomchurchco.com or follow us on social media at Freedom Church CO. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. You guys ready for vision night? <laughs> Are you guys ready to receive? You know, God spoke this to me, what we're going to share, but this is for you guys also, all right? So please receive this. Man, yeah. did you guys enjoy that worship? These guys just kill it. <laughs> we're going to have an album by the end of the year. So on November 26th, I asked God what to be expecting for the year 2021. I had just watched the video that I'd posted last January um, concerning the year of 2020, and God spoke to me and said it was going to be a year of provision. And, you know, if you don't feel like it, you're like, oh, God, this was the worst year ever for me. Just, just get in agreement and ride this out. This is going to be good. So yep. he is, I mean, they sang it. Do you believe it? He is so faithful. He is so faithful. And you believing that and believing his word is what will change the facts, yeah. right? His word is the truth. It will change the facts. So off topic, but I believe it's needed to be said, this is a great time for everyone to make some changes. And I want to encourage you, if you're not one to take notes when God speaks to you, to begin doing this in 2021. This is, this is so, I've done this for years. And all you got to do is just grab your phone when God speaks to you, if you're like, oh, man, was that God? Or is this word really going to change my life? One word from God can change your life. I've, I've had it happen in my own life. It's important for you to do this to help keep you encouraged this year and to help build your faith. So please, if, if you don't take notes, I really believe as I was preparing this, that God was speaking to me to tell you guys to do this. And those of you watching online, take notes if you don't so that you can remember what God has spoken to you and continue meditating on it and any scriptures he shows you that go with it. So Marcus Wick, did you guys enjoy him last week? I think I heard our leadership team like, to fall out of their chairs and hit the floor when he's talking about that I'm thinking too small. So um, I'm just like, what does this mean? <laughs> I think I'm crazy anyway for some of the stuff I'm thinking. So Tessa said she's not going to let him back in the church for a few years. So Marcus. I did not say that. <laughs> oh, but you know, I, I just, I don't know. He I just love it. Okay, I'm thinking too small. All right, God, I think that I'm, I, I think I'm thinking too big, and you're saying I'm thinking too small, so I'm going to get on board with you and, and allow you to do what you want to do in my personal life, but also in Freedom Church, and please, everyone, how many of you will allow God to do that? Raise your hand. In your life for 2021. So do you guys want to know what he spoke to me for 2021? <laughs> Are you going to share anything first or you want me to do this? Go ahead. All right. I had to think for so, a minute. So after watching the video for last year, and I was watching this in November, I think I said the date, but um, 
I said, God, what is the word for 2021? And it was that fast. I hear, I heard God say a year of magnitude. And I'm like, what does that mean? I, I don't, it's not a word that I use. So many reasons why I know this was God, but immediately I started looking up some stuff and then I, I started thinking, oh, earthquakes, magnitude, a shaking. So I looked magnitude up. One of the definitions is size, extent, dimensions to determine the magnitude of an angle, great importance or consequence, affairs of magnitude, greatness or of size or amount. Greatness in reference to influence or effect. You know, this is not my notes. We are the church. We need to be the influence in this world and watch the effects of it. They'll all be good. But are you willing to do that? It's quiet in here. Somebody say yes. (laughs) The Hebrew word for magnitude in the Strong's harsh, immense, increased. How many of you need increase? Large, large amount, large numbers, large quantities, length, magnitude, many. And in my, in the book of Job 40, 19, I looked this up in the Amplified, it said, he is the first in magnitude and power. This is the God that you serve. This is your father. He is the first in magnitude and power. What what is any circumstance you're facing? What are the chances of that circumstance not changing when you're serving this God? Zero. Zero. I don't care what it is. You know, I was not, things didn't turn out like I wanted Wednesday, or was that Tuesday? Anyway. Um, I how about for what you guys? But you know what? I was surprised, but I wasn't shaken. And neither was God. And that is the God that we serve, right? And I don't care what circumstances look like, man, God can do the best of things regardless of our circumstances. As the, as the world gets darker, we shine brighter. Are you going to be bold? Are you going are you, are you to get out of your comfort zone? Are you going to let God shake you up this year? He's not trying to scare you, but you might get scared sometimes. I've been there. I, I probably am a little bit right now just in what Marcus said. I'm a little bit like, oh, I thought I already had 2021. I thought I knew where we were going with this. And then he says, I'm not thinking big enough. But I refuse to be shaken by negative circumstances but I absolutely am going to allow God to shake me this year to get me out of my comfort zone, to get me to make some changes that I don't even know at this point that I need to make. Will you let him shake you? If you believe that him shaking you is only a positive thing, I think you will say yes. 
but be okay with getting out of the norm. Be okay if you already had 2021 planned out to let God make some changes if they're your plans. And, and I think it's great to make plans, but it's even better to let God come in and say, hey, those are good, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you continue with a few of those things, but I'm going to make a couple changes. And it's going to take his strength and his wisdom and his guidance to help you to do those things. But are you okay with that? Are you okay with letting God shake you right now in your life, right where you're at, to help you to make some cha- a change or some changes? Okay, so here's where I'm going to jump in. <laughs> so I'm going to let you guys into a little bit of our world with our leadership team. We meet every Tuesday evening, and um, we solve all the world's problems. So... <laughs> But literally, so after last Saturday night when Marcus Wick, you know, prophesied over Joe about, and the, the key word, and it goes amazing with magnitude, um, but what Marcus spoke, I don't know how many of you remember, was about a blueprint. Do you guys remember that? He said, you need to draw out the blueprint. And then he said, in your, you know, thinking too small, double it, whatever you had and, and imagined. And I didn't tell Marcus a thing about no, this word. Yeah, he didn't know a thing about any of this. So... In our staff meeting Tuesday night, I just brought it back to the table and I said, okay, guys, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. (laughs) Like, so there's a blueprint. And in my thinking, I'm just going to be honest with you guys, you know, two years ago, God spoke to us on New Year's Eve, Deuteronomy 12, 8, 9, that you're doing things as you wish, but it's because you haven't yet entered into the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own special possession. And he was talking about Freedom Church having its own home. And how many of you are so grateful that we get to rent this place every yes. week and it's just been a blessing. blessing. Thank you, guys. Thank yes. you, Within Life Center yes. and Pastor Matthew and family. We can't say thank you enough, but we also know God does have a place and a home for Freedom Church. So my heart and mind went there when he said a blueprint. I'm thinking I'm drawn up that building this week. But anyway, so we're in this meeting and we're all, like we all had input. Hosway was saying things, Chandra, SGJ, like we're all like, yeah, you know, blueprint and building and double it and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, Pastor Joe, he kind of stops everything and he puts his hands on the table and he says, now guys, he's, and he's just listening to all of us, you know, because we're all strong fighting personalities in that room. So am I. Yeah, he's probably the most. But anyway, he kind of stops us and he's like, so I'm not saying thus saith the Lord right this moment, but he said, I'm hearing everything you guys are saying, but this is what I believe God just revealed to my heart. I believe it's him, but here I I go. I'm going to, you know, we're a team, so I'm going to present it. He says, I believe the blueprint for this year is how do we draw out a divine design, a strategic plan to win this city? It's people. It's not a building. It's people. 
And we yeah, all were just, we all fell out and the power of the Holy Spirit hit the ground. We were all like, wait, what? No, literally all of us were like, yeah, that's it. That's it. Because here's the thing. Uh, okay, so here's the, the Hebrew meaning of magnitude. Increase, large numbers, uh, many. You guys, there are so many people right here in Woodland Park that literally, you know what we just experienced tonight in the presence of God? Just a victory cadence. I mean, a shout, just a hope and a joy. I mean, celebrating the faithfulness of our God. There's so much hope in our hearts for our lives and future. It's just overflowing. Amen. And there are people going to bed right now, absolutely hopeless, hopeless. They don't even know there's a possibility of an eternal future that includes heaven, that includes no lack, that includes no pain, no tears, and it's theirs for the taking, but, but they haven't yet heard. They haven't been subjected to the truth, the faithfulness, the mercy of God through individuals like you and me. So literally, Joe said, how do we reach this city? And we all just started throwing out things. And here's another amazing thing that I have to read to you guys that a precious lady last week, uh, I think it was the week before actually, right after service came up to Joe and I and read this to us and said, this is what God is doing through this church family, this church body. I'm going to read Proverbs 24 in the Passion, starting in verse 3, if you want to... I'll give you time to get that up on the screen. So Proverbs 24, verse 3. And she read it to us. She did. And we both, it just blew our minds. So Proverbs 24, 3 in the Passion says, almost there. (laughs) No pressure, guys, right? All right, I'll just read it to you. Go ahead. Proverbs 24, 3. Wise. (laughs) Still not out there. They're getting it. There it is. Yes, you're a boss. Wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, communities. And through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. Because of skilled leadership, the hearts of people are filled with the treasure of wisdom and the pleasures of spiritual wealth. That is talking about people. See, we don't build buildings and we don't have church services just to fill a chair or a spot or to have fun even, or to even sing songs. We literally, it's about the treasures of spiritual wealth. It's about people coming in one way and leaving another. It's about coming in depressed and leaving so full of joy that you're like yes. feeling like Rocky, you know, when he's won the fight. I mean, it, it's about people. And I'm so sorry I want to do this, babe. Yeah, go ahead. Allie, I need you because I need you to read what you read to me. This afternoon, because here, here's just another layer of this. Again, think about people. And I want to say a little preempt to this. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So how many churches are in this town? Does anyone know? There's a bunch. There's like 25 to 30. Not kidding. In Woodland Park. 25 to 30 churches in Woodland Park. Okay? 
And as pastors and as a, you know, three and a half year old church, you know, anytime a new church comes to town, it's so easy to think, what? Like another? And, and you're thinking, how's there room? Like, you know, there's this, Woodland Park is this big. But anyway, when you read this to me, even this afternoon, and what God's been speaking to us about winning this city and about, um, you know, people, the reason you build and do these things is for families and communities. It's about people. That's right. There is room at the table of God, at the place that he set for every church family, for every pastor, husband, and wife, for every vision, focus, and calling of every single church that he's called wherever he's called them. We are not in competition. We are not um, jealous. We are a family. We're in the same family with the same father. That's right. And that's, that's how I want us to look at this. So go ahead and read that for me, baby. Thank you, Lord. Um, my chosen one from the tribe of the Lion of Judah, my defender of mankind. Put on your war paint. The enemies are approaching to steal, kill, and destroy. Guard the land of your heart in worship and through worship. The mighty, the mighty one, excuse me, is coming faster than your enemies. Prepare your land for a feast. Instead of setting up for a battle, set the tables. A feast is about to come. My anointed one, what would you like to eat? The blood of your enemies or the full master's feast? The living water that sustains our lives forever and ever. There will never be anyone like me, the Lord. Prepare your tables in worship. Praise God. Come on, girl. Thank you, Lord. So here, and then I'm passing it over to you. This year, 2021, we are setting the table, and we're going to hear from God. We're going to be prepared and ready for the people. And we're going to welcome them to the table. It's not like we got to get down in the dirt and fight some fight. We heard it all night tonight. God is the one who fights our battles for us. We are, all we have to do is prepare the table. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So when I, when I Googled the word magnitude, I found this also that one, one definition I found says energy release and a shaking intensity. I believe this is what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in our lives. Release an energy, again, a shaking but this is a positive thing when it's from him. It's not to scare us, but you know what? Sometimes when we are in our comfort zones, we need a little nudge, right? How many of you will agree to that? Because life can be somewhat difficult at times, a little bit stressful, and so we can find that place where we're like, I fit really good right here, and this is just a pretty good place. And God's like, but I need you over here. Are you willing to go? And you don't know how you're going to get there? Are you willing to go? And you don't know how you're going to get there. He, when, when, when God is trying to move you, when he's trying to make some adjustments, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. But I am telling you this. He is not going to force you. He's not going to control you. He's not that way. And as a loving father, 
So I, I need you to see what I'm fixing to say from a positive. He's not going to apologize for wanting done what he wants done. And he's chosen each and every one of you to do something specific. And if you're unwilling, he's going to go to the next person. He's going to get it done. So please, be willing to be shaken. Be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Be willing to say yes, even when it doesn't make sense, even when you don't have all of the plan, even when you don't understand it all. Every one of you in here, if God is speaking, whoever it is, or if it's all of you, if God is speaking to something to you to do something different and you don't understand it, just, just take a step. Just take a step. That's how we started this church. I guarantee it. With fear and trembling, knowing what God wanted us to do, we would just take a step. Take a step. It was almost a seven-year process. My steps were real short sometimes. It took a while. I was like, maybe even I went backwards a couple of times. It's like, oh my gosh, what do we do here? And man, God is so faithful. Just like we were singing, He is so faithful. A year of magnitude, a shaking. Are you okay with that? Just, Lord, just tell Him. I'm, please repeat this after me. God, I'm going to let you shake me. Proud of you guys. Now, God heard. All of you that said that, he heard what you said. There's no taking it back. There's no rewind on this. <laughs> and and the, this streaming's being recorded. It'll be uploaded on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Vimeo, wherever all they put it. It's all over the place. So there's no taking it back at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh um, let me see I'm all over the place here in my notes now so let me see here good things aren't going to happen through osmosis it requires effort on your part it requires staring fear in the face and telling it to get out of your way I'm not I'm not I, I may not be necessarily I'm not claiming to be the expert on this but I've had to do this many, many times over the last 25 years. It's just, I'm just, I've gotten used to it now. It's like, whatever, you know, God, because when you do this and God proves his faithfulness to you, it just helps to build your faith. It helps you to just begin to be like, hey, he did it for me the last 400 times. Why am I going to stop this time, right? Why am I going to say no this time? It takes... And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this is because th this is where it began for me 25 years ago. It takes separating yourself from those you need to separate from, and it takes allowing the right people in your life. And some of you have heard me say this before. Man, when, when I took off running after God and I had to make some phone calls and I had to, I had to separate myself from some people and that got really ticked off, but I didn't care. It's like... You can come with me, but I'm not staying back there. I've tried it for 28 years. It stinks. It's not working. My way is not working. I'm going this direction. Your way, no matter how gifted you might be, is not going to work well for you. Even if you're doing some really good things, 
The things that you and I can do in our own strength is nothing compared to what God has for us. It's going to take God. Are you okay with that? Yes? Hello? (laughs) That's recorded too. He heard it. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves, I love this, never wither. It doesn't say their leaves never wither unless we don't like who's in office or unless I just lost my job or unless fill in the blank. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. Prosperity is, it's not just money. Money's if, if you're religious, man, I'm going to shake you up here. Money's not a bad thing. If, and, and if you have a bunch and, and you don't want it, bring it up here. I'll take it. I, I can do a lot of things with it. Money's a good thing. It's just, is it our God? That's, that's, that's our, are you serving it or is it serving you? Money is a good thing. But, that's, but prosperity is... Again, it's all-inclusive, man. It's, it's your health. It's, it's having all of your needs met and more. It's being able to, your needs are met, and you're able to bless somebody else. You're able to help somebody else out. God is not throwing out of heaven what somebody else needs. He might be speaking to you and telling you to give it to them. But because you're prospering, it's not a problem. Now, I have had the Lord tell me on a few occasions, hey, I want you to give this person $20. I reach in my pocket. It's like, that's all I have. (laughs) What am I going to do for lunch? (laughs) I get my wife to buy it. But you know what? Just I'm loaded. You've you've got it. She is. (laughs) Throwing me off. (laughs) No, but but seriously. Do you believe he wants you to prosper in everything you do? That's what the word says. Whether you believe it or not, this is the truth. And it will change the facts. If you are struggling financially or if you're not healthy or whatever is going on in your life, find the promises. They change the facts. Amen. It takes getting out of bed even when you don't feel like it. Ever been there? I I am wound up 500 miles an hour, but I've had those days when I wake up and I'm like, "Uh, let's try this again tomorrow. (laughs) It might take changing your eating habits. It might take adding some exercise to your daily routine. It takes having a daily routine. (laughs) I'm being serious. You guys are laughing, but because you're like, oh. It takes spending time reading God's Word and being quiet, being willing to allow Him to speak to you. I was listening to a podcast. Um, Craig Rochelle um, had John Maxwell on there. And John was just talking about the importance of getting up 
and reading the word of God. But, and, and he gets up at 4.30 in the morning, he was saying, but you know what? If, yeah, I'm usually up by 5.30, 4.30 is too early for me. But if, whether it's 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, or if it's 10 o'clock at night that works best for you, if it is at 10 o'clock at night that works best for you, please don't try this at 4.30 or 5.30. It's, it's a relationship with the living God. It's not some religious thing where, where you've got to do it at this specific time. But get a routine. You need a routine. But you know what? After you're reading your Bible, and then you've talked to God and given Him all your requests for the last hour... Do yourself a favor and stop talking and be quiet for a few minutes. I guarantee you, he wants you to hear what he's saying. He's not, he is not withholding from you what he wants you to hear. How wrong would that be? He is so good. It takes renewing, being willing to do something that God has asked you to do for many years. There's no condemnation if he's been trying to get you to do something for 20 years start doing it tomorrow it takes renewing your mind it takes believing what god says about you and forgetting what the devil has said about you or or maybe somebody in your family right it takes living by faith and not your feelings this is so big man i want to feel 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 sometimes Whatever God is speaking to you, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to make sense. Who gives a rip? You've just got to start living by faith and what he's saying to you and, and not by your feelings. It takes a willingness to say yes to something or some things, even when they don't make sense. It requires total surrender to God. Total surrender. Every area of your life. And I'm not preaching this because I've got this figured out. I, I am, I'm trying. Total, okay, God. Oh, no, not, not that. Not another thing. Total surrender. Bob Yannian was my pastor for 12 years. And if you haven't, look him up if you, if you haven't ever got to listen to him. But he used to say, I'm anointed to preach it but not to live it. We, you've got to make good decisions on a daily basis. Does that make sense? I hope I'm helping somebody. It's in this so place. good. So I love all this, your so pastor's heart. He's such a shepherd. And so I know he could talk. And another. I love you guys, man, every single so, one of you. Such and those a of you watching online, I, 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 I do this. Not because of the money. I do this because I absolutely love people. And 25 years ago when I learned that, yeah, I was born again at 10 or 11 years old, but I didn't know God had a plan for my life. When I found out, man, I'll tell you what, that fired me up when I found out that I'd lived 28 years and didn't know God had a plan for my life. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. I don't care what it is. He, he's good. He's got a plan for my life. And I want to know what it is. And I want to do it with the best of my efforts. Amen. And so um, since tonight is our vision night 2021, 
not only is our heart and passion to see each one of you individually say, God, what is the divine design you have for my life? What's my place in the body? Why did you give me the gifts and the talents you gave me? And then how can I use those to advance your kingdom, to win the lost, to be Jesus here on earth and share his love? And so even I believe as a church body, as this church family, Freedom Church, we also are praying. I mean, even in that meeting I was telling you guys about, we started saying, okay, Lord, we know these are unconventional times and we need to be paying attention and listening for your voice, Father, for the times we're living in right now, this season. And then, God, we need your strategy. Again, once Pastor Joe was like, it's people. And of course it is the only thing that goes to heaven with us when this is all over is one thing, and that's people. That's it. Not a building, not a ministry, not an album, nothing. It's people, not your money, not your gold bars. What? I mean, like the only Not your thing. Bentley. Not your Bentley. It's people. Okay, so we started talking as a team, and it was like, again, our minds were just blown, and we started thinking, okay, so, so this blueprint we're going to draw up, and God says people perish for a lack of knowledge and that, that we have to write the vision down and make it plain so that everyone can run with this blueprint, with the vision for people and winning the city and, and, and having the heart of God. And so we started, um, there's a few scriptures I'm going to read just um, before we talk about the specifics. Psalm 2, 8, and 9, he says, ask me to give you the nations and I will do it and they'll become your legacy. Ask him for people, okay? So we're going to do that tonight. The next one is Matthew 4, 19 and 20. Jesus called out to them and said, come and follow me and I will transform you into men who catch people for God. Oh my goodness. And in the King James, I believe it says, uh, you know, Peter had been fishing all night. He wasn't catching a thing. Jesus said, go throw your net out again. He's like, ah, I've been doing it all night. Jesus said, one more time. And Peter was so blown away when all these fish, like the boat almost sank because it was a miracle, supernatural. And then Jesus said, you think that's something, Peter? I'm going to teach you how to fish for human beings, God. not for fish. And, and again, um, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Okay, one more scripture before I share these next things. So here's the heart behind even what Pastor Joe just spent all this time laying that foundation of are you willing to allow God this year to shake and transform you enough to get out of your what's normal and comfortable and do whatever he tells you as we are hey, living. I, I'm going to mess you up here no, for a second. No, that's okay. Now, I need you to be completely honest, but I'm just going to choose one of you, but well, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, <laughs> how, how many of you are fearful? Just be, please, please be honest. How many of you are fearful to get, to get up on a stage and get in front of people? Just two of you. Come here. Oh, 
lesson, the lesson in that, you guys, is this. When God says, trust me, I'm with you, you can do what you thought you could never do, she, she there's just blessing walked up here in and front reward. of all of you guys Amen. and five million people watching her on uh, <laughs> no live stream. So I'm so proud of you. No, I, in Jesus' name, yeah. I just speak life over you. I, I just say in oh. Jesus' name, you are going to fulfill God's plan for your life. I speak boldness yes. over you that you'll never be timid another day in your life in Jesus' name. Woo! Give her a hand. And I just want to say anybody else who raised their hand in this room saying that's me to take that for Amen. yourself right Amen. now, that same prayer, that same declaration. But here is the key, precious one. Matthew 20, 28. For this, even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. The number one motivation that will cause you to allow God to shake you and get you out of what's comfortable and familiar is having a heart to serve others rather than yourself. It's what God's motivation for salvation was. For God so loved this world that he what? He gave. He served. He gave the most precious thing to him, his only son, in order to reconcile us back to himself. What are we willing to give? How much are we willing to serve and get our eyes off of ourselves in order to serve this city? to serve the people in this community. So having said all of that, um, the first thing that I want to say, you guys, so, so what we did, we started as a team just strategizing and we prayed right then and there like, Lord, show us, how do we reach this city as a church? And um, some of the ideas we got were amazing. First of all, I want to say thank you to the Dickerhoffs tonight who will kind of be one of our first um, small groups to have to have, be outreach-minded. In other words, they're not just thinking about within their walls having their small group. Their small group has said, we want to do something outside of our small group, and they're going to go down to the, it's called the, the Tent City or something in Colorado Springs, I think. Tent City, yeah. yeah, and serve homeless. the homeless. Yeah. So again, any of you that want to partner with them, even maybe go with them or just even financially partner, please go see them tonight before you leave. It'll be the first of many. I know that with right. all my heart. But here's the thing. On the tail end of COVID and everything that's happened with um, the small business world, there are so many people and business owners, small business owners that have either gone completely out of business or they are just struggling so bad because of all the mandates and because of uh, the fear and just closure. And I mean, there's been so many things. So we, we heard this wor word in our heart, rebuild. How do we help rebuild people's small businesses and lives right here in this community. And, and again, it'd be so easy for us to just be thinking about, well, how can Freedom Church grow and we can serve and all this stuff to build our building? Again, wrong focus. It's right. outside of these walls. And so some of the stuff that we're going to start doing, you guys, is going to be amazing. We want to 
take one, biz, one or two, I believe two. it's two businesses a month, and um, as, a, as a church family, sponsor them. In other words, whether we go and get some um, gift cards and give them away to you guys, where you guys go just flood their business that month and buy their product or just go in there and shop or what, however, I mean, maybe it's, you know, the nutritional place up the road that sells, uh, you know, drinks or whatever, um, health drinks. But we want to actually start to impact the, the businesses, the small businesses right here in Woodland Park. Right. And so we're going to pre be presenting more about that and some details of what that's going to look like. But these are families. These are moms and dads. That's right. These are people right here saying, I, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know how we're going to make it. But we're going to go in as a, as, I mean, I don't know how many people are here tonight, but imagine if all of us in the month of February went to what's it called, Miss Pris or whatever, that's right over here, right beside Freedom Center and said, um, so uh, what do you got in here? And we all just bought one item. It would blow her mind. Matter of fact, she's also, I know, I love it. She's the um, sheriff's wife. So sweet anyway, lady. super yeah, sweet lady, great store. So guys go, let your wives go in there and get something. But anyway, so that's one idea that we're going to do. But here's something I want to say, you guys. So Joe was talking about, you know, just financially, you know, believing God for uh, prosperity and, and actually saying, God, again, I'm not, it's not out of a selfish motive, but God, I want to be blessed in order to be a blessing. And here's something that um, Chandra said at our meeting, and I love this so much, you guys. We're not just a church in this city. We want to be a church for, for this city. So and again, it's a shift in our thinking and but it's, it's a shaking gonna, for sure it's a shaking and we have to be intentional about that so here's what a, a challenge that i want to give you guys tonight and and including us we we as a leadership team are going to ask the lord give us ideas god give us your ideas of how we truly can serve and here's the thing Let's, let's um, be really practical. What we wouldn't want is all 150 of us going into Tweeds. I'm just using this as an example. And every time we meet the owner of Tweeds, we're all like, praise God. We're from Freedom Church. Are you saved, brother? You know, like, like all, all of a sudden he's going to be like, Freedom Church is weird. So here's where practically we go in without any strings attached. We don't go in to get something. We're going to serve with the character and the giving and the generous heart of our Father God. Trust me, we go in with the same heart as God to just bless and help serve well, that business. It, yeah, and it's, what's the saying? People don't care how much you know until, until they, they know, know how much you, you care. care. It, it's all about building relationship. relationship. I, I'm going to make this really quick, but years ago I worked in a machine shop and I found out that I found this out about a year later that it was a small shop, eight or 10 guys. And, and there was a meeting. I could run the fire out of an engine lathe. I made <laughs> good money doing it. These guys needed somebody. And, um, so I found this out about a year later after being hired. There was a meeting with four or five guys in the shop 
this guy's a Christian. Do we want to hire him, basically? They said yes. God tricked them. So it was about one year later, I, I was at my machine, and the shop foreman walked in, and he was a... He was like me a long time ago. He was one rough individual. But he walked up to me. I, I never preached ever to him. He might have had a few times where he asked me some questions about the Bible. I would answer his questions. But he walked up to me. It was a Monday morning. And he said, I have been watching you from the day you walked in here. And then he told me about the meeting. And he said... He said, last night, I went in my bathroom, I got on my knees, and I asked Jesus to come into my life. I was so, I mean, if he had not been telling me this to my face, I probably wouldn't have believed it. I was so taken back by this. But I just built a relationship with him over that year. I didn't, I didn't tell him he was going to hell. I didn't, I was praying for him, but I didn't even tell him that. I just, I, I just answered his questions and I built a relationship with him. And you never know what somebody's perspective of God is or, or what experience maybe they've had that wasn't so good of an experience in a church or with somebody that was a, a Christian. Build a relationship with him and watch what God can do. So that's, that's what we want to do with these businesses. We just want to give them something. And thank you for saying that too, because even um, Pastor Joe shared a week ago about the coffee shop getting ready to open, Java House, and even we're going to start a little fitness center. And again, remember, Jesus said, come follow me and I'll show you how to fish for people. And I believe a coffee shop, a fitness center, whatever that looks like here in the city, are nets to catch yes. people. Again, just by loving them, just by building relationship, just by being consistent, just by listening, just by being present, being a presence in this city besides just Freedom Church. And I thank God that the body of Christ, do you know what actually Jesus said the body of Christ and church is really about? Equipping the saints right. for the work of the ministry. Yeah. Do you know that every time we come together, our main priority is getting you filled up, ready to go conquer the world when you leave here. It's so much more about what you That's do good. outside of this place That's than good. it is about what you do right in here. Now, trust me, this is boot camp. This <laughs> is training ground. And that's why it's so important to you that you do find a place to serve, that you are planted and that you use your giftings because God needs you around people right here amongst your brothers and sisters. So when they act up and misbehave, you learn how to love the unlovely. You learn how to walk in love with those that are mean and cranky and are in strife and jealous and all that. See, God wants you to learn it right here first. So if you're one of these ones that come in every week and you just come and go and you think, oh, the worship is amazing and the word's amazing. Hey, what do you do there? Nothing. I'm going to challenge you. Are you growing? Are you ready for what God right, has for good. you outside of these walls? I don't know. 
I think find out where God's saying, get plugged in, be around your brothers and sisters, learn the tough stuff, learn how to build relationship with people that are your sandpaper people, people you don't like that much, but you got to show up week after week and you're like, here we go. Let's make it happen. Oh, and then some of those people will be lifelong friendships that you will cherish forever. Okay. I'm done preaching about that. But so here's the next thing before we um, close out this service. Can I tell you something I'm so blessed about? So we're three and a half years old and we, for the first time, and if Art Shatalov, if you're watching this, the Lord sent an accountant, a finance guy from Russia to answer my prayer. Hear me out. So you we've never been a heard church. Of a PhD in finance, he's got one. So we um, have been praying for three and a half years for like a person to, Come in and help us just clean all the finance, like get the QuickBooks down, show us the right programs. When we, so we're, we're prepared for growth and other campuses like Pastor Joe's been talking about. So we literally have been praying. And this guy, his family showed up one night on a Saturday night and was like, here's what I do. And I was like, really? <laughs> we got talking. And he but prayed about it and believed that God to help help this church get all of that and he, together. He just finished uh, about a week ago. He caught the whole oh. three and a half years. Everything was in the computer, but it was a mess. But so listen, anyway, it's all fixed. We are such a healthy church, not just a healthy body and healthy people, but you guys, we are such good stewards of the finances and the tithes and the offerings that you guys give each week, and we have proof. So we're so excited for the first time to be able to show you guys this pie chart and the percentages, and it's going to be up there any second. There it is. Okay. So... Here's the thing. This is where we stand right now at 2021 as only a three and a half year old church. This blesses me so much because when we first kicked off the church, we went through some training with ARC, Associated Related Churches, and um, they kind of give you all these percentages of here's what's healthy as you're, um, you know, with your finances as you're growing. And I'll say those. Go ahead. It's not to spend more than 35% of your income on payroll, right. 35% on buildings, 20% on office expenses, and 10% um, to missionaries. Give 10%. And, and you guys know we have two missionaries we support. So hopefully you guys are looking at this, if you can read it. But um, so I'll just go over it real quick. So for ministries and general expenses, and that means everything that it takes to do a Saturday night service as a church, which means um, production and AV supplies and music and uh, anything it takes for kids and youth and you name it. So we're at 21% there. Um, The building, all the Freedom Center and the buildings here, all of that stuff, we're at 24%. No, 33. There we go. 24 So including So we're under our 35. That's our biggest... Biggest expense, but it's such a blessing. Um, Operations, 8%. Benevolence and pastoral care. And that would be like, which is amazing. We haven't had many people pass away, I'm just saying. Um, But as far as weddings and funerals and the expenses that go to that type of thing, um, I think Pastor John did the first uh, funeral for Freedom Church uh, 
this past year. Um, and then this one really blessed me. So our missions and charity, in other words, as a church, we believe we should practice what we preach and tithe at least 10% to whatever missions or charities. And we're actually at 11%. Woo, hallelujah. And then for compensation, or you could even say personnel, and then guest speakers, um, we are at 22%. And so you guys, the, again, our goal and our heart, there's two main things on this pie chart that we would love to see change this year. Number one, we want to see that missions and charity, we want to add on to that outreach. That's where we want to see it at least double. And do you remember when Marcus said, double it? So we don't want to just put 10, right. 11% into reaching others, blessing others, serving, giving. We want to double it and, and have that be our outreach and our missions-minded thinking outside of these four walls. Can you guys believe that with us? Good. Hallelujah. Then the other thing that I want to say, so our personnel, let me just tell you, um, if I could have Josue Ibarra, Chandra, SGJ, don't let me forget anybody, uh, Tim and Crystal, Becca and Jacob, Joshua Villanueva, if all you guys that I just named could stand for just a moment. And if we miss. Who else am I? I yeah, I and am I forgetting anyone, Josue, that's in that, our leadership meeting? John. John. Thank you, Pastor John. Thank you. Goodness gracious. Good Lord. Right this, guy in front of keeps, my face. this guy keeps me alive. <laughs> Here's the deal. So we're able to pay these guys a little bit, and I mean a little bit, um, each month for what they do, which would blow your mind if you knew what these amazing people do every week Amen. to serve you. Can you please give them a big hand? They all, yes. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. They all, they all work regular oh jobs, yes. 50 hours and, a week, and then... And then work this job. Elijah, and Elijah back there. You guys, Elijah. our sound guy, he's amazing. Oh, okay, so now we haven't forgotten anybody. You guys can have a seat, but here's we, what I want to say. We've got some of the best. Oh, my gosh. We are so but, blessed. So I was just this year, just a couple months back, able to quit my full-time job at the school as a dean and come on, Joe and I are actually the only two right now that are actually full-time staff here at Freedom. But, oh my goodness, our heart, our prayer, and our goal is that we can have a fully paid staff. Amen. Where these people can come on staff full-time and not have to do two things, okay? And I know that's a lot, but God said we're thinking too small, and he said double it. <laughs> so will you guys agree and pray with us this year that we can bring on, and whether it takes one or two years, I, God, we trust his timing, but can you believe with us as a church family that we could have these staff members paid fully? Amen. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Lord. So we are so blessed. We are so blessed. To be a local community church right here in Woodland Park. We are blessed to serve you. Ultimately, we know we're serving God and just yes. obeying him out of humility and trust. But we're just asking you guys as our church family 
to come alongside with us and say, God, we're going to dream big. And as we prepare the blueprint for the people, God, you'll take care of the buildings and the land and whatever the resources are necessary. Because guess what? The word provision means for the vision. So God is going to provide for the vision that's right. in his heart that he will relay to us and we get to execute that here in Woodland Park. Can you guys just agree with us for that tonight? Thank you for listening. If this message blessed you, please subscribe and share this with a friend. You can tune back in next week for another great message from Freedom Church.